Hello, kings, queens, and everything in between. This is Jake uh, from Worsty GD Podcast, obviously. That's what you're listening to. Um, and I did a, I want to do a bonus episode with y'all, just a solo podcast. So Jackson and Casey aren't here, no special guests or anything like that. Probably in the future, my girlfriend Claudia will be either like an actual co-host or in the background somewhere giving some comments every now and then, but uh, I just want to do this first one solo, see how it goes. I haven't really done a solo podcast before. I think they're kind of cringe, but I also think music podcasts are kind of cringe, and I've made two of them at this point, so funny where life takes you. So for these bonus episodes, I wanted to do a top five sort of deal. Um, because we kind of stopped talking about music as much. We never really were talking about music that much. I've been saying it's an anti-podcast from the start. Uh, not really in what I say on social media, but to the guys. Uh, I think our group chat is called like DGD anti-podcast or some shit. So, uh, yeah, it's been a little cynical in the approach, but I do like music. I listen to music a, a ton and... I feel like I'm discovering new artists and stuff every day. And also, I am uncultured as fuck. I am white as hell, as you can probably tell from my voice. So, I've been going back and listening to older stuff. Like, I listened to Tupac's albums, which I think I talked about in this week's episode. Uh, this will come out uh, the Friday after I record it. It's Saturday now. <laughs> Um, so this will be like real time almost uh, kind of episodes, these bonus ones, because all our regular episodes are um, pre-recorded at this point. Like we're three or four weeks ahead. So uh, I thought it would just be nice to have something more current. I can read some emails if we ever get any emails worstdgdpod at gmail.com if you want to email us for advice or questions or say you hate our opinion on this uh, counterpoint you know any of that is fine um and we'll read it on the show because you know we're desperate uh for emails at this point but you know uh if it's like straight up hate mail i probably won't read it um but yeah so what are we going to talk about we are going to do a top five of downtown Battle Mountain. Yes. So uh, we're skipping whatever I say is Royal Ocean because it has seven songs on the album. So it's not much of a top five. <laughs> it's like five sevenths of the album. Yeah, that math checks out for sure. Um, so what I want to do is a top five of DBM and then top five of all the rest of the albums and then like a top 10 of every DGD song or something like that. And, you know, probably Summertime Gladness or Blood Wolf or Headhunter will make it in there somewhere because, you know, those are kind of auxiliary singles. Pussy Vultures as well is a great song. Like all their singles are kind of bangers. Uh, Headhunter is fine, but everything else is really good. I Blood Wolf, underappreciated, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm going to do my top five of Downtown Battle Mountain. We were talking about it 
um, on the podcast before we kind of switched it up and just switched to a variety podcast. Um, and that was a conscious decision on my part because I felt like if we're advertising that we're talking about a song and then we talk about the song for four minutes at most, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of a waste of someone's time if they genuinely want to hear a conversation about that. And, uh, you know, one would argue how much of a conversation can you have about one song? Um, probably a lot more than we had, <laughs> you know, and also David, David, Jesus, we are a David podcast. Jackson and Casey aren't like huge fans of DGD. Jackson likes DGD and Casey. Uh, he's not, he doesn't not like them, but also he doesn't really care about them. So, you know, obviously that makes it good for an anti-podcast, but not really a podcast podcast. So I just want to switch it up, uh, switch to a more variety stuff. We talk about music still, but we'll talk about movies, video games, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I just think that's more fun for all of us, really, instead of adhering to like a certain thing where we have to review a song every podcast, which is a ridiculous idea to begin with. I'm impressed we made it to 10 episodes. Um, uh, the episode that came out this this week is a video episode, I believe. Let me double check. If it isn't, I'll feel like a fool. I am checking my phone in real time. Can y'all believe it? Uh, no, actually, <laughs> the next one is not a video episode. But the one after or next week will be a video episode, and you can see our lovely faces on YouTube. Sorry, this is this is coming off as like a, a podcast advertisement. Uh, if you're just tuning in to this one for the first time you probably don't even know what the fuck's going on uh but yeah we're gonna do top five dbm if you do not agree with me on this top five go ahead and email us at worstdgdpod at gmail.com or message us on twitter which I believe you can do and tell us, tell me why I'm wrong essentially. And I'll read it on this bonus podcast. Um, yeah. So what is number five? I gave number five to surprise Cuba. I'm from Cuba. I actually don't remember the whole song name. It's a long song name. It has something to do with one brain or something like that. Uh, I've always just called it a surprise Cuba. I'm from Cuba or I just call it Cuba. Um, this is a song that's actively made me shed tears. <laughs> there was a point when I was, I was probably in high school or just out of high school and I was sitting there playing destiny two and listening to music on uh, Spotify, and for some reason it was bringing up the lyrics. It The lyrics function was not on it at this point. This is like three years ago, but it brought up the lyrics, and it's a, it showed the step back, like, oh, I believe there's meaning. No, I believe there's nothing, and I actually cried. I don't know why. I don't remember what was going on in my life at that point, but I was moved by those lyrics. <laughs> so, um, and obviously... They're a staple in DGD. Uh, I believe there's meaning. I believe there's 
Nothing. It's referenced in Projectile Comet from Secret Band. It was obviously on Evaporate. Um, it's referenced kind of on Man of the Year. Um, it's just like an important touchstone to the band uh, for whatever reason. So, you know, obviously it has to be on this top five list. I put it at number five because uh, I feel a lot similar to um nothing shameful on afterburner i feel like everything around the good part at the end is just not that interesting um like the first verses i uh, i don't know take it or leave it. it you could just give me the whole outro and i'd be completely fine because it's so good you know and like same thing with uh, nothing shameful. I could take Andrew Wells verse and be completely fine with just that. So that's kind of how I feel about Cuba. Uh, I don't know if that's controversial, um, but you know, I don't know what is and what isn't controversial with DGD fans. Cause they're all over the place. Uh, and they're probably all manic depressive. So yay. <laughs> um, so what's next? Number four is going to be... Lady? <laughs> lady? Lady? Number four is going to be... And this might shock you guys. And I told them I invented Times New Roman. Hold on. Don't stop the podcast. Let me explain myself, okay? I know. You're probably thinking, nah, that's number one. That's number two at the very least. And you know what? That's your opinion, and I respect it wholeheartedly because it is a magnificent song. All the songs on this album are good, in my opinion, except the last one, the acoustic Johnny song. I couldn't care less. But everything else is like, you know, A-grade emo post-hardcore shit, you know? So... And I told them I invented Times New Roman. It is, it is a great opener, but I feel like other songs, like give me the feeling of what Dance Gavin Dance is. Like I think, uh, and I told them I invented Times New Roman is a great. Uh, I would say it's more john than johnny um i think john has better lines his whole bridge at the end is incredible it has a great sense of tension like uh if you listen to our episode it was the last uh song we did <laughs> was uh and i told them i invented times in wrong matt burridge from pulses said it has a great way of keeping tension and that's absolutely true it's an incredible song really <laughs> But it's not my favorite. And I mean, it's it kind of just comes down to that when you think about it. Um, it. Some of the lines on it are some of my favorite music lines ever. But as a whole, the song is not my favorite. Um, yeah. So that's my reasoning. I don't know if you think that's good, bad, whatever. Sorry, I'm not trying to preface every choice I make. With a, uh, I don't know if it's good. I just keep saying it. I'm sorry. Uh, number three, Lemon Meringue Tie. This was one of the first songs. So let me let me inform you a little bit. 
When I started listening to Dance Gavin Dance, it was right before Instant Gratification came out. So I was listening to, I started with Acceptance Speech, and it was the first post-hardcore music I had ever listened to. Before I listened to that, I listened to Hollywood Undead and Disturbed. (laughs) And, you know, Rise Against, shit like that. Rise Against is pretty decent, but, like, just shit dad rock butt rock uh new metal bullshit like that uh but i decided to broaden my horizons and i stumbled onto strawberry swisher part three and i said this is garbage and i clicked off it but then i went back to it for some reason and it just clicked with me the second time i guess probably when i read the lyrics that's how i am with all music really is i really click with it click with it when i read the lyrics um but yeah so i went and found the album on youtube someone had just uploaded the whole album thanks to that person that upload is probably still not up and i was blown away i was like i don't know when the music starts and when it stops (laughs) i don't like i really could not tell that very first listen of acceptance speech when when the songs began and ended and that was a crazy feeling to me. Um, so, you know, I listened to Acceptance Speech a ton. I've list- I listened to it so much that to this day, Acceptance Speech is not a go-to for me anymore. Like, I've almost over-listened to it. Same thing with the Mothership. Like, it's a great one to turn on occasionally, but uh, not just a go-to type of album for me anymore. Um, so I looked at the old stuff. I was like, what's going on here? And of course that led down the rabbit hole of Kurt and Johnny and all that shit and learning about the band's history, which I'm pretty sure every Dance Gavin Dance fan who came from Tillian had to learn about, you know, being indoctrinated into the band history and shit like that. So... So Lemon Meringue Tie was the first non-Tillian song I listened to that I really clicked with. And I was like, oh, my God, these guys have always been good because I don't know. I don't know why I fight for you this way. Such a classic good chorus Uh, sung so well by Johnny. It's one of his best songs, I feel like. Uh, yeah, so it's landed number three, and it's only preceded by songs that I think are even better than it, obviously. So it's a it's a strong song. And I was definitely considering it for number two. But the real number two I chose was a little ditty called Open Your Eyes and Look North. What a great song. It has incredible lyrics by John Mess. He's really eloquent on this one. He's got like just a really good lyrics that you might overlook because he says them so fast and they're pretty unintelligible on this track. Sorry, I had to take a margar- margarita drink break. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. He's uh, pretty unintelligible, but when you read it and he, you know that effect when like you read the lyrics and you actually hear what he's saying now, it's so good. It's such a good song, and the breakdown's really fucking good. Uh, Johnny has a great chorus on it. Like, 
I'd say it's like if you want to show someone old school dance, Gavin dance to get them into it, I'd show them either lemon meringue pie or open your eyes and look north because those are so quintessential to the actual DGD library. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Well, I don't know if you know what I'm saying. I can't hear you. Don't talk to me. No, stop. Calm down. All right. And now we're going to do number one out of our top five. Just to recap, my number five was, and I told them I invented, that's not right. (laughs) I said the wrong thing. My number five was, surprise, I'm from Cuba. Number four was, and I told them I invented Times New Roman. Number three is Lemon Meringue Tie. And of course, number two is Open Your Eyes and Look North. Casey would say that Open Your Eyes and Look North is the best song. He's not here, but I just thought I'd give a second opinion from Casey. His nuts are still broken as far as I know. Actually, that comes in a future episode, so that's a spoiler. I'm sorry. Something happens to Casey's nuts, and I don't want to talk about it after this sentence. My number one pick... For the top five DBM library, can you guess it? I want you to give a guess and then email me if you got the guess right. It is, it's safe to say you dig the back seat. Yes, you you have to be like, what? And I and Times New Roman got 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 number four, and back seat got number one. Yeah, back seat's a fucking banger, dude. It's. First of all, I consider and I uh, invented Time News New Roman and Backseat as like companion songs. Like I think they're so important together for some reason. They're both like six minutes long. They both have like these super epic qualities to them. Uh, John Messon, an AMA on Reddit, once said that he like classifies songs as like epic and dark and stuff like that. And I think he said both Backseat and Times New Roman, he considered like epic songs. So I, I completely agree with him. They're both super powerful, but I think Backseat has you know, some great stuff from Johnny. I think it's important to highlight Johnny's best moments for me on this list because, you know, he's not in the band anymore and quite likely he will never be a part of any music with the band again because of his awful history. So, and you know, the community for DGD is so like, um, aware of like social issues, like, half the fan base would be pissed off if Johnny like was on a song or something, which I agree. I'd be annoyed if he was on a song as well. Um, but you know, if you go to Reddit, tons of people love (laughs) Johnny Craig on Reddit. Sorry. (laughs) Um, backseat has a phenomenal ending. The outro is just like incredible. The bridge from Johnny is incredible. It's, it's a fantastic song. It's one of their best, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's my top five. Number five, Surprise, I'm from Cuba. Number four, Invented Times, New Roman. Number three, Lemon Morang Thai. Number four, Open Your Eyes and Look North. And number five, <laughs> what am I saying? No, <laughs> why can't I speak? Number five, Cuba. Number two, Invented Times, New Roman. <laughs> I said number two again. I can't do this. You guys get it. You were listening, right? You were listening because I can't I can't speak correctly. 
So I want to thank you for listening to this. Hopefully you guys email us because we'd love to read your responses and stuff like that. I know there's some people, more people are watching on YouTube than listening on Spotify, but it's always an option if you work and you want to listen to us at work. So, yeah. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, Please drop a sub or like us or follow us or blah, 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 stuff like that. And there will be, of course, another new episode next Monday and the Monday after and the Monday after and the Monday.